share, share about uh, the goodness as the, one of the fruits of the Spirit. And it's, you know, it's quite a challenging topic for me, especially at this, at this point of our history. You know, you're trying to be good, and the Bible says you've got to be good to your enemies and to forgive your enemies. And if you slap you on one cheek, you should turn another one. You know, uh, okay, so people were asking questions. Okay, Russians are coming. Should we just, they, give, they take one city, should we give them another one? You know, or should, should we just forgive them and just give them away our land, everything? Uh, and, you know, we will not go into ethics right now, but it's, you've got to answer those questions because there's a scripture. Uh, but we are talking about the fruit of the Spirit in our life. And uh, let me use this. Yep. Uh, just go like this. And so Galatians 5 says, it's, it's the sixth uh, fruit of the Spirit. And uh, let's, let's look at the, at the meaning of this word. This word agaphosine means uh, uh, generosity, virtue, or beneficence, right? Beneficence? Beneficence. It's a kind, merciful attitude toward the person. So, uh, uh, I know you had the word about kindness last time. So, I thought, first of all, that it was like about kindness, but uh, goodness is different from kindness. And uh, it's uh, like mercifulness, mercifulness. And another meaning of the word is, is uh, uprightness of heart and uh, life. It's not just to be nice and kind person. It's uh, to be good means also to be godly. And we will see that. And uh, uh, we as humans, by our human nature, we are not good. I don't know if you have found it about yourself. Uh, if you lived like uh, five days uh, in this earth, you already should have found it about yourself. You're not good by your nature. You're screaming, you're selfish, you're, you know, self-centered. We all are prideful and uh, uh, we, we, we can hear that uh, people say about somebody, he's got a good heart, he's got a good soul, you know. But in depth, in human nature, we are not like that. Jeremiah says, the heart of a man is deceitful above all things and desperately, desperately wicked. Have you found yourself in a situation where you got not surprised, but you've got revelation about yourself and it was not good revelation. You've got something bad about yourself. It stinks and you, you hate it about yourself. And deep in our human nature, in our fallen nature, we are not good. And when we look in, in we are, when we are in this world, we have to understand this. This world is fallen. It's cruel and uh, evil. We are living in a, in a cruel world. And uh, when, we, when we look at what's going on in the world, we see that uh, a lot of hatred is around. Enmity, aggression, unforgiveness. And it's, it's so difficult to live in this world. Bible, uh, John says that uh, the whole world lies uh, under the power of the evil one. And uh, uh, that's the atmosphere of this world. And we've got to uh, still be good. And also, the, you know, people might have outward form of uh, good behavior. You know, being in, in the States, it's such a good experience and revelation. Because, you know, uh, people here are smiling to each other. You know, if you think that people are smiling everywhere, just, you know, come to different parts of, of the world. In Ukraine, people were not used to smile. Now we are learning, you know, but not at this time, but we are learning to smile. But usually it's not our habit. 
but here you have a smile at the counter. Everybody smiles. How are you? You know, my son, Daniel, he said, even, you know what? We were buying some stuff, and she asked me, how, how is my day? You know? <laughs> so is, does she really care? I don't know, but she asked. Okay, so it's a culture. Uh, and so, uh, you know, people uh, respect each other's space. If you go, uh, like, uh, in the aisle, in a shop, in a, with a trolley, you don't even touch the person. You're just two meters from him. Excuse me. In, in, in Ukraine, like here, if you would stand in a queue, you would have maybe, a, like, a, a yard between yourself, like, between you. But in Ukraine, you just think right there, you know. And, and the people, somebody would come in, and somebody would come in. That's a culture. Uh, so, but people will, can be nice by culture, but you just take away this culture rules and take people to the island, you know, and just leave them and say, you have no rules. Just no moral rules. In a while, people will become wild. In a while, people will become evil without those cultural limitations. And also, we can also, in Christianity, in our religion, we can be just outwardly good. You know, we understand that you've got to be, you know, positive and God bless you, brother, and be smiling, you know, and we can even have a set of rules, religious rules, but Jesus was confronting this hypocrisy and Pharisees in his time. He was really straight about that, and he was against it. So, we understand that we, how can we be naturally evil, and living in this fallen world, how can we still be good? And we've got to understand that God is not after just being kind, you know, if not just to smile to each other, be, be good to those who are good to us. Jesus said, you know, sinners do that. But God is something much, much deeper and much greater. So let's shortly look at where we can gain that goodness from. First of all, we've got to understand, and we heard it today again uh, already, that God is good. Our goodness is drawn from God's goodness. God is good all the time and all the time. And it's not just good, it's a good saying. That's the reality. At all time, God is good. It doesn't mean necessarily that your life is always blossoming and good and positive. We are coming through the hardest time of our history right now. But we've got to rely on this truth. God is good. And his nature does not change. And he is good at all times. And then, and God says, I want you to draw uh, goodness from me. Jesus said, only, why do you call me good? No one is essentially good by nature except God alone. So, but God is good at all times. And also, his goodness is always, and many times, is connected to the graciousness. God is merciful and gracious. So, generous. He's generous God. So, he, uh, he wants us to become his children. And he says, and it was really expressed in, in the life of Jesus. Bible says that he was uh, walking around. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And he was, went about doing good. And we are pointing a lot of uh, this uh, scripture that he was healing people, doing miracles. That's right. But he, also, he was also doing good. And this word doing good means a beneficiary, means a, a, a person who is very generous, a giver, you know, like a philanthropy, like he was really generous in finances. 
And Jesus really was merciful and we can see that he was compassionate. He saw people scattered like a sheep without a shepherd and his heart turned in, 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 inside of him. He was filled with compassion. He was moved with, with compassion. Also, the Bible says when he saw a procession, uh, you know, uh, when where the son of a uh, widow died, he, was, he had a pity, he had a, a compassion toward her. His heart was really sensitive. And also, in all of what he was doing, he was doing that out of heart of service. He didn't come to be served. He came in obedience to his father, and he knew it was his father's will. And he was the perfect example of goodness. And it was flowing out of his motive to please his father. Not to gain the position, not to please people, or to be nice, you know, to be nice, uh, nicely accepted, but to please his heavenly father. And he was so good that it costed him his life. He forgave those who crucified him. His father, they didn't know what, what they do. And he gave his life for us, for sinners. And it, it was so sacrificial. And he says, now you follow my example. I don't want you just to be outwardly kind and nice to each other. I want you just to be smiling and saying, God bless you. I want you to go deeper. And I will give you my nature for that. And we are called. Jesus showed us his example. And then he tells his disciples, be merciful as your father is merciful. This scripture blows me away. He, he's not just try, you know what, I know God is holy, you are here, he's there. Just try to be nice, try to, you know, imitate your father. He says, be merciful. And that's a challenge for me. It's commandment. God, how am I doing in fulfillment of this commandment? Ask you this question. And he says, be as your father is merciful. Because he commands son to go above good and evil. He sends rain on both good and evil. I would like to send rockets on evil ones right now. A lot of rockets to stop them. It's another story, you know, how to use stop evil with good. But it's God's heart. And God does not count, when he calls us to that, he does not count on our fallen nature. He says, you know what? I will give you my spirit. Bible says that God's love was poured out into our hearts by his Holy Spirit. In ourselves, we can nothing to draw on. Of course, there are some good morals, good behavior. You may be, you was brought up in a good family. That's all great. But... Uh, God gives us much deeper resource, and that's his own nature. And he wants us to um, be generous. He wants us to be forgiven. He wants us to be sacrificial. He wants us to be uh, bearing the burdens of each other. He wants us to express his love, unconditional love. And you know what? The, uh, the Bible says that he has given us his spirit. And the life that will produce those good fruits that we are talking about, and we are talking about goodness today, is flowing out of the life of the Spirit. There is no other way that you can live it Christian life, spiritual life, except by following the Spirit.
process of follow the Spirit and they follow the Spirit lead and you will not fulfill, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. We're trying not just to be nice, not to do evil, you know, not, to, not to be uh, angry, not to, not to be aggressive, just to control ourselves. Trying to, to be uh, sensitive and attentive to the negative side, not to do. But Paul says, no, 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 that's not the way to grow in the, in the Spirit. The way to grow in Christ's character is follow the Spirit. If you will be obedient to the Spirit of God, and focus on that, on developing that nature, on, on staying in His presence, on being filled with the Spirit, on uh, putting His uh, Spirit in you, His Word in you, living Word, and let it be like a seed that grows up and bring, brings fruit. Let that be your lifestyle. And Paul says that the life of the Spirit also means that the life of uh, crucifixion. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. We cannot be good without crucifixion, guys. We cannot be really in godly sense good without crucifying our ego, our, self, our, our selfishness. Because by deep inside, we, are, we like to be uh, liked, we like to be uh, upset, we like to stand our ground, we like to be competitive. And when you come into a situation and you, sh and you see that this coming, you've got to go to the cross and say, God, I send it to the cross. I, you, cru you was crucified and my old man, my old Rostislav was crucified with you. And I identify myself in that crucifixion and death. And then, only then, comes resurrection. What you need, what we all need, is the life of resurrection. But it comes only after death. So, he's, he invites us by his own example. And he's calling on us. So, uh, to be good in God's sight means, first of all, change of the nature. And secondly, it means actions. Not just to be good, be positive, be polite, you know. Uh, and it's very important. Not, but not just to have good intentions, but also to do good. It's all, all internal goodness in Bible sense is expressed in outside activity. We've got to uh, remember that, that good heart is revealed in good deeds and mercy can only be seen in good deeds. Otherwise, it's not mercy at all. Mercy not expressed is not mercy at all. Forgiveness not expressed is not forgiveness. Goodness not expressed is not goodness at all. And somebody said that mercy is holiness manifested in practice. Mercy is holiness manifest in practice. God manifests himself through you in practice. And I firmly believe, guys, that... Of course, we cannot be, all of us, be involved in social ministry, rehab center, Red Cross, or something else. But, but, James says that the true piety, piety, uh, and, and the um, uh, godliness is what? Remind me, please. James 1. Is to look after orphans and widows and keep yourself clean from the world, right? Pure. So, 
godly piety in God's view is to help those who are in need. And I believe that's the obligation of every Christian because God wants to be expressed through you. In which way? It's up to you and God to decide. But I firmly believe that we have got to be to express that God's goodness to be expressed through our practical activity. You might be supporting some needy family. You might be visiting some handicapped child or help in some social projects or, you know, help people uh, suffering from the war, whatever. But let your heart flow out in practical activity. And the biblical, biblical uh, manifestation of goodness that we see in, from the Bible is generosity, is sincere concern, good words, good deeds, material support, and mercy toward those who uh, harm us, who are sinners. And we are coming to the end. Practically speaking, what's, what will help us to develop goodness in our life, fruit of goodness in our life? First of all, put on Christ daily. You came, you know, my son Daniel came today in a uh, yellow and blue uh, t-shirt. It's Ukrainian colors. So he picked it. He chose to be close like that. So you, you close yourself, okay? You, you just didn't wake up. You didn't wake up and just were already closed for the church. <laughs> you opened your wardrobe and you picked your clothes and you put it on and you, went, and you came. The same way, Bible says, put on Christ. You consciously choose to put on new nature and do it every morning, not just when you got saved or at the water baptism. <laughs> every morning, we, did it, we need it every day. Bible says, put, close yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. That's what we close ourselves with. And then you come prepared, come out prepared. Secondly, keep your heart open. Be attentive to the needs. Be sensitive. Because God will uh, hint you. God will give you some uh, uh, prompts, pro uh, promptions of the Spirit. You will see some need. You don't, you don't have to uh, respond to every need in this world. No. There's a, huge, a, a tremendous book of Rick Joyner, The Final Quest. Maybe somebody have read it. Just read it. Check it out. Final Quest. And he, in the prophetic vision, he was meeting one, one um, uh, beggar, beggar who was very, has a very high position in, in, fam, in heaven. And he was speaking to him about how to see at the poor people of the world. And Jesus said, I told you that you will always have poor people among you. Although my cross is able to eradicate, wipe out all sickness and all poverty from the world. Jesus died for it. But still, you will always have poor people among you. God says, I'm working in you through them. But you've got to be sensitive and see them through my cross and be led by my spirit. And don't, neg don't, don't neglect the little things. That, mean, that means that you can be not just good, just going for a social project. You can be good to your mother. You can be good to your husband, to your children. And uh, uh, small things like opening the door, you know, and like helping each other. Uh, uh, it's always, uh, uh, everything starts from little things. So be careful to that. Be sensitive and submissive to the Holy Spirit. Because he will lead you to how to express. If you, if you aim in God, I see that in my self-nature, I'm self-centered. I'm stingy. 
you know, uh, I'm not generous. Help me to grow in that. He will prompt you. But be sensitive and then be submissive. Be submissive. And lastly, use to die to yourself. <laughs> use to die. Not just once, but it's a daily habit. Paul says, I am dying daily. That means every day you will have situations when you will have to choose. It's me or her. Or, you know, it's my interest or their interest every day. And God will help you in that. I, will, I want to end with this. And let, can we stand and pray? Uh, Titus says, Paul says, who gave himself, Jesus, gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness. He redeemed us from all wickedness. And to purify for himself a people who are his very own, eager to do what is good. God is after himself in you. He's digging in your life. He has poured out his spirit. He gave his life for you. So now he says, I uh, redeemed yourself, you from this world. But not I just want you to keep until I come from heaven and pick you up. I want you to be my own. I want you to be pure. And also I want you to be eager to do good. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you're good. That you're good all the time. Our lives is not always good. But we believe and we stand on the truth that you are good at all times. And your unchangeable goodness, Lord, unchangeable nature is what we stand on and also what we draw from. You gave yourself to us. You died for our wickedness and our selfishness and pride and our uh, stinginess. You died for it, Jesus. And you also made it idle and uh, powerless. So we pray that your Holy Spirit will fill our hearts with your love, fill our hearts with your goodness, that we would find ourselves relying on your goodness unchangeable, and also that we would strive to be merciful as you, to be as good as you, Lord, not by our own strengths. I pray, God, that you would bring deepening in this fruit for everyone who needs it in their family, in relationships, in our daily walk with our uh, people who are in the workplace and also in our ministry. Let us be sensitive to your spirit and sensitive to the prompting of your, of your spirit, Lord. Be led by you as we grow, as we grow in this fruit of goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>